The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Well, he is an actor and filmmaker with roots right here in Alberta, Vegreville to be specific. He was born there and then life and work took him to Toronto, Vancouver, New York and L.A. Over the past 25 years, you have seen him in dozens of shows, including The West Wing, Desperate Housewives, Mad Men and The Young Pope. But his latest role is the one he says is the most satisfying, the most gratifying, and that is as writer, director, producer, and lead actor in They Who Surround Us, which is set to debut at the Edmonton International Film Festival. Now, it was filmed entirely in Vegreville over the past year or so and tells the story of a Ukrainian farmer living in Alberta who loses his wife in a tragic accident. Guilt and grief sent him into an emotional spiral where mysterious and inexplicable events force him to relive traumatic events from his childhood in Ukraine. Take a listen. Have you been drinking, sir? Do you want me to get you something? No. Why don't you let Miko stay with us tonight? I'm just trying to protect him. Troy Ruptash joined us on the show at the beginning of the journey to make this film. He joins us once again today. Troy, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much. It's so great <laughs> to be talking to you again. Oh, it's great to be talking to you. How excited are you that people are <laughs> finally getting a chance to see this film? Oh, I'm so excited. I know it's like a dream come true to have the film you know, shooting it here was amazing. And now the fact that I'm having the world premiere at the International Film Festival and everyone who worked on the film and has supported the film can come in and see it is just extraordinary. So many questions I have for you. I mean, I, I used the word journey in the intro and what a journey it has been for you. This started with a, a photo of your great uncle and led you back to Vegreville and really a lesson in your family history, didn't it? Tell us about that. Yeah, so it was a photograph, uh, photos of my family on both sides, uh, my mom and my dad's side of the family, but specifically a photo of my great uncle on my mother's side, Stefan Boyson. And I was just really drawn to the photograph and started researching my family history and realized that there, you know, it took me to Ukraine then and I started uh -huh. doing more research there. And because of sort of a lack of Ukrainian narratives in the, at least in terms of feature films in my industry, uh -huh. I really wanted to tell the story. And, uh, you know, I, it's based on family history, but then I sort of used my imagination so that it would be more universal and, you know, get a message out to a wide audience. 
you this gave you an opportunity to really sit down with your parents as you were going through photos and asking them questions about family history things that you didn't do growing up and and you know troy i think so many families are are like this and you know i think about my grandpa i never knew anything about his service in world war ii i'm still finding things of his that i have no explanation for and i wish i had taken that moment or taken time but i was young to to do so i mean what a what a what a gift for you Oh, such an extraordinary gift. And, you know, when I set out to make this film is what started happening to me was give me such a sense of meaning and connection to not only my family and my family's history, but my community in Vegreville and Edmonton and now Ukraine. (laughs) And I said that, you know, my hope with this film is that it will give to others what it has given to me, which is a deeper sense of who I am. Uh, to those who come before me and, you know, where I come from. And I would encourage everyone, you know, I'm glad I started when I did. I wish I would have started earlier. You know, my maternal grandmother, I wish I would have spoken to her more about this when she was still living. But, you know, unfortunately, she passed when I was 12 years old. And, uh, you know, so a lot of the information uh, is gone but uh, I'm glad I started when I did, and I hope it encourages other people to just tell your story, tell your family story, ask questions, and uh, document it. Document it. And- and, and Troy, we know that that can be really hard to do, though, because, and, and you've talked about this, and I mean, it's something that more and more people are talking about, about intergenerational trauma and the things that yeah. happened years ago and how that continues to impact families for generations to come. And, and that is that is really true in this as well, right? Oh, completely. I What started this journey for me, actually, was that I was going through a really really difficult period in my life and you know I have struggled in the past with uh, anxiety and depression and you know but I was going through a period that was really really rough in terms of severe severe panic attacks and you know I all the tools that I had used in the past just weren't working the way they had (laughs) in the past and it was that's when I got interested in epigenetic inheritance and in generational and transgenerational trauma and the idea that you know what my ancestors lived through uh you know there's a lot of fascinating research being done about what actually gets passed down in our dna and you know experiences that they had that informed the way i live my life and how i view the world and the good thing about it is that as i begin to heal you know they talk about you can heal going backwards and heal going forwards you know so it's a very powerful experience in terms of telling my story telling my family story which also broadens into a wider narrative of many ukrainians that came to alberta uh, you know in the different waves of immigration yeah absolutely do you think it's helped your your family heal as well not just you i think so I do. I feel like, you know, when we started this process two years ago, when I started doing interviews, before I even knew what exactly this was going to be, (laughs) I just knew I wanted to interview uh, my family, my parents, and then go around 
interviewing relatives. My dad ended up reconnecting with family that he hadn't seen in a while. My mom, we got to like visit family, you know, it was, and there's healing in that, I think, you know, there's healing that happens when people come together and and share their story. And, uh, you know, just, I've always been really close with my family and this has brought us even closer. I feel like, you know, as we explore the dark side of the history, you know, in terms of fleeing Ukraine, uh-huh. it's also put me in touch with the strength of my family and my ancestors and what they went through, not only in Ukraine, but when they came to Alberta and all the struggles they faced and their resilience and everything they did that enabled me to be living the life that I am now living, which I feel is a very fortunate, (laughs) wonderful life to be living. I just don't ever want to forget that I am able to do that because of all of them. You know, it's it's interesting to hear you say that because we know that the history of Ukrainian people in Alberta is is very deep and very rich. But I would suggest that m- most people don't r- know very much about it at all. Um, and yeah. you know, even for for instance, you know, for you, even with your family, you know, that's your your <laughs> your history there. You didn't even know a whole lot about it. So, this is you know helping to shine a little bit more of a spotlight on that, and and that's important. I think so. Yeah, and you're exactly right. I mean, I'm Ukrainian. Both sides of my family came from Ukraine to Alberta, and I. There's so much I didn't know about the history of not only my family, but uh, Ukrainian history. And it's such a rich history. And, uh, you know, in terms of the uh, Ukrainians who came to Alberta and yeah, so it's really it's been a remarkable journey and uh, exploration. Troy Ruptash joining me this afternoon. He is a director, actor, filmmaker, and uh, his film, Those Who Surround Us, is debuting at the Edmonton International Film Festival, which, by the way, got underway yesterday. Troy, I love the title of this film, They Who Surround Us. It has such a, a feel to it, and... I don't know, there's just something there from the beginning. I've always loved the name of this film because when you think about family and you think about history, you know, it doesn't matter if they're they're alive or not. They're still there and they're always there, aren't they? Oh, I love that because that's exactly it. And what I love about that title, it actually, it was the first thing that came to me before I even knew what the story was. I was just starting <laughs> to venture down the road of doing research. I was home in Beggarville, sleeping in my own, my old bedroom in my parents' house. <laughs> and I woke up in the morning and I just suddenly heard They Who Surround Us. Like in wow. my mind, I thought, that's the title. I don't know exactly where it's going, but I just got a sense of, you know, the the people who get us through our difficult periods in life, whether it's the people in our communities, our families, or as you say, the people who we don't see anymore that are still present in some way, and the guidance that is available to us if we uh, open ourselves to that. And, you know, it was what got me through a very, very difficult period in my life. And uh, 
so yeah, days of surround us. Just I love that the title was the first thing that came to me, and I love that yeah. that it resonated with you and other people. Well, I, I love that a voice that you, you you just heard it, and and it seems like that voice also is is in the film. Yes, and I feel like you know I I said this before to a friend that I feel like I and why this journey has been so meaningful in in many ways is it feels like it's not really even though it's my story my family story it feels like it's not really about me or not even mine i feel like i'm facilitating something Uh i feel like there's like right from the beginning it felt like a groundswell of support that came from the Vegreville community, my family, my producers, an executive producer, who <laughs> everyone from Vegreville or Edmonton, yeah. and uh, just the Edmonton community and Vegreville community, and it just felt like this story wants to be told, and all I had to do was just keep saying yes and staying <laughs> open to the next thing to do, and. Uh, you know, I could have never done it without the support of my family and my producers. I know my, I, I believe Grant Wilde, my executive producer, is on the road right now listening. And uh, he came on board first. And, you know, so from Beggarville, we just like live a few blocks, used to live a few blocks from one another. <laughs> and then, you know, Roseanne Milliken, who used to be Roseanne Yakumchuk. and. Yeah. Tim and Elizabeth Narott from Vegreville, <laughs> Daryl Kopernicki, uh, Jason and Nathan Kropp from Edmonton, Will Hergott. It's just been, it's been incredible, you know, in terms of the support, the Shevchenko Foundation, the fighter choir in, in Edmonton, the, you know, it's just, it's been, the, the amazing thing about this is that it's given me a sense of belonging mm-hmm. and a sense of community and connection that I I just can't even put into words because it's something I've always longed for and you know and I have a great family and a great community of friends in Los Angeles and all over the place but it wasn't until I reconnected with Vegreville and with my family history that something about connecting to my ancestors in Ukraine that has given me a a sense of coming from someplace and and belonging someplace that I've never experienced that level of connection before. Troy, I only have a couple of minutes left with you here, and I have a couple more questions, so I, I want to get sure. to to this one. And it says you've you've called this this process this this film you've called it very satisfying, gratifying, but overwhelming. Why has it been overwhelming? Have you had you know the pressure on you? Is it is it because it's such a personal story and an important story? No, actually, when I when I said overwhelming, what I meant the overwhelm sometimes things have gotten so there have definitely been challenges along the way don't (laughs) don't get me wrong i don't mean to like minimize those in any way but what has been overwhelming is how good things have gotten because of this project and how much support and beauty has come from the community that and the fact that now it's premiering in edmonton at the festival there are times when i feel overwhelmed by just how much 
greatness has come out of this. And uh, But it's a type of overwhelm that I'm willing to build my threshold for. So <laughs> it, it screens October 9th, and I think if, if you don't have a ticket for showing at, uh, at the Landmark, you're pretty much out of luck. But it is pretty cool because this is going to be simulcast on Super Channel. Tell us about that. Yes, I'm so excited about that because it'll give the opportunity for anyone across Canada to watch it. Uh, the 6.30 screening, so October 9th at 6.30 Mountain Time. It will be on Super Channel uh, at the same time, simulcast. And then I will be doing a Q&A uh, that will be on Facebook Live right afterwards. So, yeah, the, the, the screenings all sold out very quickly which was amazing but <laughs> i want as many people as possible to see the movie so the fact that super channel is going to be showing it is is very uh incredible and uh you, apl humbling. you, apl you applied to sundance with this as well yeah i just put the application <laughs> into uh sundance berlin uh and rotterdam so wow very excited about those you know they'll announce in probably January or late December, but I'm excited to see where this journey is going to take me next. Well, Troy, it has been it's been it's been great to sit back and, and watch this unfold from our first conversation, I think a couple of years yeah. ago now and now that it's done. But a shout out to to Vegreville and the community there, all the folks here in Edmonton as well that were a part of this. I mean, this is a, this is a big film that was done right here in, in a small town, um, but with yeah. an amazing history. And now here we go. Uh, I continue. I can't wait to to see where this takes you next, and uh, and and the attention that it brings to 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 Vagreville, but also to the Ukrainian history in this province and in this country, yeah. because I think that is something that is is has been underserved, and this is going to be um, that's going to add so much to that. So congratulations, Troy. Please stay in touch, and um, you know, best of luck as this moves forward. Thank you so much, Jalen, and thank you for taking the time to speak with me. I really appreciate it. You betcha. Troy Ruptash this afternoon. Uh, he is the man behind They Who Surround Us. Again, it premieres at the Edmonton International Film Festival, which got underway yesterday. It runs through October 10th. 30 feature films and documentaries. I think 22 shorts are going to be screened as well. You can find out more information at edmontonfilmfest.com.